Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, and we are live from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. Jay Parker alongside Greg Hollenbach, and back in the saddle, as Greg mentioned it in the first segment, uh, Jesper Janssen from Augusta Scafier. Chef's back, Greg's back, you guys. Here we are. What do you think? Okay, uh, Lots of moving on right now, and this is just so cool to have everybody assembled here as we wait for... It's always that way, you guys. You're waiting for your last couple of guests. You know, you're putting food out, and then yeah. you get to that point to where it's like, okay, we're going to eat, and then, you know, there's plenty of food for everybody. We need to get right to it, because uh, I think he's online right now with us. And as we jump to the East Coast, it's so cool that he was able to join us. He's a master chef, and he is uh, a friend of us, and we really love having him on the show. But there he is, Butterball's master chef. It's Tony Sita. How are you, chef? Uh, doing very well. How about you this evening? Hey, this is great. And Butterball, uh, wow, you would be really impressed. We're, the, your, your turkeys are in good hands, sir. Well, that's I, I had expected no less. No less. No more, no less. Uh, chef Jesper Janssen, uh, yep. you know this gent right here. Absolutely, I do. Thank you very much, Chef. Thank you for being on the show, and thank you for everything you do for us up here in Denver. Well, it was a pleasure. We were there two weeks ago for the uh, Master Chef Conference, and it was uh, absolutely fantastic. You guys... Um First of all, Chef, we're going to go. We're going to cover a lot of ground with you, and the ground that we're covering is basically how we can make and pull off and give the best tips and tricks uh, for people to to pull off the best Thanksgiving dinner ever. Uh, that's we've got a lot of uh, heavy weight on you now, Chef. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, have you had an opportunity to hit the Modern Eater Instagram or Facebook page to see our setup here, our layout? Yes, I have. Okay, so we have a sprawling table that fits 26 people. Um, we, we, uh, we got a pig. We did get a pig chef to put with the butterball. So we have a suckling pig that's roasted. Uh, we're putting out the turkeys right now as we speak, the butterball turkeys, which I can't thank you enough for butter, butterball stepping in and providing for this Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and that's where our thanks will start is with you. But, Jesper, take just a second and go over this menu that we have uh, with Master Chef Tony Sita, and then we're going to get into some cooking style, styles. Any questions? I have questions in my mind, uh, Chef, on um, just little small nuances on, on how we can make a, a Thanksgiving dinner great. So, Chef Jesper? Yep. So, um, so tonight we did um, – so we, we took uh, the, the – the turkeys and, and brine them yesterday in a uh, lemon and uh, light salt brine um, with some bay leaves in there. And they got injected uh, uh, a little earlier this morning and sat. And then we roasted uh, two of them uh, and we have deep fried two of them. At, uh, we, we actually deep fried them at uh, about 275, just short of 300 degrees out there. Um, so... Uh, those are on their way out. The roasted turkeys are, are on the buffet already. And then our sides tonight is going to be, there's a cranberry sauce. We have some yeasted rolls, some uh, uh, roasted Brussels sprouts out there with some mushrooms and bacon on top of those. Sweet potato au gratin. made some country uh, sausage cornbread that is the Chef Preston's um, favorite, that cornbread that he always makes down here with, with some jalapenos in it. Uh, and then, of course, mashed potatoes, gravy. Uh, we spend a lot of time making that gravy. That'll that'll make uh, make Chef Sita 
uh, proud today. Um, so that's what we've been doing out there for a good part of our day. What do you think, uh, Chef Sita? I wish I were there. It sounds very good. <laughs> Excellent, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we've got some good stuff. Okay, so let's begin. Um, where do you begin? Here you are. You're planning a Thanksgiving meal. It probably starts at how many people are going to be joining you, right? That's the number of people, yes. And that's, you know, that's probably one of the biggest questions that we have, you know, on Turkey Talk Line. You know, how big of a turkey do I need? Wait, back up. Turkey Talk Line, what's that? Oh, Turkey Talk Line. We have, uh, it's located in Chicago, Naperville, uh, Illinois. And what we do there is we have a number of individuals, both male and female, and they, you know, they will take calls on how and to help our callers to make the best possible turkey that they can. You know, we have taken surveys to find out that is the biggest question that everybody is, how can I make my turkey the best it possibly can be? It's like, because it's a big deal. cooks to the more experienced cooks, too. Yeah, so, sh- Turkey sh- Talk Line, we help there. We try to do the best we can to give them all the knowledge they need to have a successful turkey. And that's basically 1-800-BUTTERBALL. 1-800-BUTTERBALL. We'll give that out throughout the show because I think that's really neat. But, Chef Sita, that really is. I mean, if you mess up your turkey, you're ordering pizza, right? <laughs> well, that's, that could happen, yes. Yes. So, uh, and it, it's important to have a uh, delicious-tasting turkey, and I think that when you start with that, it's about preparation, right? A lot of people think that they're going to go to the store and their bird's frozen solid. Well, you know, that was probably one of the biggest uh, questions that we get. How do I, number one, how do I defrost my turkey? How much time do I need? And, you know, because you over a period of time, you, depending on the size of the turkey, it depends on how long it needs to defrost. So a rule of thumb, for every four pounds of turkey, I defrost one day. So if I've got a 20-pound turkey, I've got five days to defrost under refrigeration. And that's one of the, you know, one of the most successful ways of doing it. You know, and then another way that you may have to go into a water bath We'll do it in a cold water bath, changing the water every half hour, and that would be a half hour for every pound of turkey. So it just gives a couple little means of doing it, because it's always best, especially if you're defrost or defect frying a turkey, is to make sure that it is totally defrost before it goes into or submerged into any hot fat. But uh, it's for success. 100% 100% defrosted turkey works out the best of all. Yeah. Now, <laughs> and, and I'm the one that did the, the fried turkeys today. And I'll tell you, I was basting those with a hot oil before I, I dared dipping it in the, in the liquid. So I was like douching it with a hot oil, you know, little by little to try to get some of that, um, some of that water that could have been on there away from the bird a little bit instead of, you know, dropping in one, in one go at it. So... I took my time. It took me about five minutes before I got the, the turkey in the oil, actually. Hey, uh, Chef uh, Jay Parker here, and, and for both chefs, I think if you're, if you're when we're talking about deep frying a turkey, that would almost come with a, uh, a hazard caution uh, thing, right? Because there's a lot of accidents when people try to deep fry their turkey and don't well, know what they're doing. You, Jay, that's probably one of the best questions so far and the cautions that we need to take. You know, it's, I'll talk about, too, you 
mainly the, the one that I really have my concerns about are the propane or the gas-fired fryers. One of the biggest mistakes that is made is, number one, making sure that you fill the pot to the correct level with the amount of peanut oil or any type of oil that you're going to use to fry. Because one of the things that I always recommend, too, is to fill that level testing your pot with water, then drop your turkey in to see how far that is going to come up to the top so that you're not going to be dealing with any kind of hot fat or hot oil that could cause a fire. Yeah, and yeah we, we went through exactly the same thing today. Fire, our gas-fired fryer, one of the things that we always recommend is to turn the gas off, submerge the turkey slowly into the hot fat, and then once it's submerged, turn the fire back on again to assure that it's not going to come into any hot fat or causing a flash fire. This yeah. is this is the Modern Eater Show live at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. It is a butterball Thanksgiving here tonight. Uh, Master Chef Tony Sita, who's the chef for Butterball, um, we're just so thankful. I mean, it's one of those things. Here it is. Thanksgiving's coming up. We're thankful. We really are. Uh, Tony Sita. Uh, Master Chef on the phone with us right now as uh, we have our own dinner going on. And, and what's cooler to be to talk about preparing Thanksgiving um, for for people and have a spread that's coming together right now? And that's really one of those things that uh, as we sit here on a Veterans Day, 11-11, and we'll ju- we're just so, so thankful for friends and family and the people that uh, give us the freedom to be able to do these things in this great country of ours, the United States of America. Um, there's nothing better, Chef Tony Sita, when you have uh, all of the things coming together for Thanksgiving and it just starts to kind of work, right? Oh, you know, without a doubt. I mean, you know, I look forward to, you know, bringing my family together. There's just, there's just nothing like, you know, food and beverage to bring a family together. That's absolutely You know, and, you know, and it's how we can then, you know, drop all cell phones in one particular location so that we all gather around the table and we hit carry on a great conversation. This because, is so cool. you know, sometimes we don't have or that often that we can then get together because of we're so spread across the United States. So to be able to do that and bring the family together, because I'm looking forward to about, you know, 25 people at my home in uh, Tennessee when I get back there to, you know, really have Thanksgiving together and most of all with a butterball turkey. All right, let's, uh, here's what we'll do. We'll do a little housekeeping, then we'll come back, and why not? Let's do it. Uh, since we have Master Chef Tony Seed on from Butterball, we're going to talk about different styles of turkey and give some pe- people some ideas of what they can do uh, for their Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Great. Great. I- I think that'll be a good idea. So we'll take a break. We'll come back again live from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Myself, Greg Hollenbach, and Jay Parker. Uh, We came up with a crazy idea on Tuesday, and we said, let's get a bunch of people together. And since we're going to have Master Chef Tony Seed on from Butterball, why don't we do it at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole? Grab our friends and family, Chef Jesper Jesper Janssen, 
from Augusta Scaffier uh, Culinary School in Boulder. Mobilized some of his students, brought them down here. They're having fun in the kitchen right now. This table's lively. The food's coming out. People are ready to eat. I love seeing that on their face. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. In this hour, we're going to talk turkey. We're going to talk about uh, everything, carving techniques. We're going to talk about how much turkey you should have for each person, what you can do if it's just a two-man ban at your Thanksgiving, or if you're feeding up to 26 like us, how you can accommodate them. Lots of room to cover, but we'll come back and we'll talk X's and O's about how to to cook those turkeys, temperatures, the whole nine yards, and then in the second hour, next hour, past the 7 o'clock hour, we'll talk uh, pairings, beer, cocktails, and wine. That sound good, guys? That sounds like a perfect sounds, sounds like a great night. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. It is the Modern Eater Show. We're right here, Grind Kitchen Watering Hole in Cherry Creek, live on iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Ska Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious, dog-friendly taproom and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan nails. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com, and we'll see you at the brewery. <laughs> wow, lots is going on right here. Um... You know, on Thanksgiving, always, something always happens. Live radio at Thanksgiving, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Live radio at uh, Thanksgiving. Hey, uh, it's, uh, once we get back to Chef Cena in just a minute, he'll appreciate what I'm about to tell you. It's so much fun. Stick around for uh, the update on our Thanksgiving dinner. But right now, it's A-plus Beverage Solutions and Jeff Rourke. Um, Jeff, this is so cool for Jeff. He um, got the job at Tap 1470 Taps. They'll be putting in next to Keegan Gerhardt and D-Bar on 19th Avenue here in Denver. He's a a family man, and he's got a a kid on the way, but he installs the best tap system you could ever find. Uh, Installing faucets is his game, but he'll do the, uh, the rest of the job. He just doesn't go away after he installs your faucets. He does custom taps, he does maintenance, he does uh, ads lines. You need a nitro, a beer, a wine, coffee. Um, He's got you covered. He's the most trusted man in the business, and you don't want to pour inefficient beer. Because if you do, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain, Greg. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Get the most efficient tap system you can possibly have, and you can do it with Jeff Rourke at 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, cool. Back live at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. It is a butterball Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Jesper Janssen from Augusta Scaffier and uh, online with us from Butterball, Master Chef Tony Seated. we have you back? Yes, sir, you do. 
so, Chef, you know, here's one thing about Thanksgiving dinner and, and most dinners involved is something always comes up. We just had a plate about uh, uh, a tray of about 20 plates uh, hit the deck and they're all over the place. It's yeah. all over the place. <laughs> we, we, uh, you should have heard it. I think you. Sh I think you heard it out there. You may not recognize it, but that's what it was. Twenty plates hit the deck. Uh, students from Augusta Scafier sweeped in. Uh, it was probably two minutes ago, but um, that was quite the thrill to see that happen. Well, that does happen every once in a while. It certainly does. <laughs> hey, the good news, Greg, and the good news, chefs, is there wasn't food on those plates. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. There was not. All right. That's speaking good. of food. That's good. Let's get in with um, while we have him on the line, Chef Tony Sita. So, Chef, here we go. Um, where do you begin as far as picking out what style of turkey, and can you give us a rundown of options? Okay, and, you know, in the turkey, you know, one thing that we always get a number of questions that pops up, how much turkey do I really need to, you know, to prepare for, you know, for dinner? Uh, what I recommend that I do. If you want a little leftovers, I always try to figure one and a half pounds of, of turkey per person. And that gives you a, you know, a good idea of how much you're going to be needing, you know, just to get that for the dinner and then also a little leftover for some of those sandwiches that are great on Fridays. Um, so that's just one, you know, one of the rules of thumb. The, you know, the other are all the different great ways of preparing turkey. Uh, you know, as you spoke about earlier, we spoke about deep cut frying a turkey. You know, and as a matter of fact, we do, I like and prefer the electric fryers. And number one, because they're, especially in, in the country, they're a lot safer than used in some of the propane that are open flame fryers that are out there today. And, you know, they're, uh, they're built for us by Masterville, and they are absolutely fantastic. They, you know, they'll cook the turkey. A 12-pound turkey, you could have it uh, complete within an hour, and you'll have a turkey ready to go. So when wow. it's fully defrosted, you know, and and then you can let your imagination go on, you know, all over because you can do different types of injections into a deep-fried turkey. I sometimes use a Cajun injection that I will put into the turkey and then a Cajun seasoning over the top. And then and then fry it, and there, a fried turkey is absolutely wonderful. And one of the things that keeps them on because everybody thinks, oh, a fried turkey is going to be, you know, a lot more calories. It really is not because all that excess fat does drain off, and it really doesn't get into the meat itself. Um, and I, and, you're, other, and you're keeping that meat very moist, moist. and nice on the yes. inside, right? Yeah. With the and also with the the minimum amount of time that it cooks, and you know, and a, another thing that you're looking at too is, you know, temperatures are so important into the cooking of you know turkey properly. Uh, I have, I recommend to anyone your best friend in the kitchen when it comes around Thanksgiving is a great digital instant read thermometer. Because one of the things may it be deep fried or roasted in the thigh, the thickest part of the thigh, I like to have it reach around 180 degrees, between 175 and 180 degrees. And then in the breast, which we call right above the wing, which we call the shoulder, where that thickest part you want at that point at 165 degrees. Then you'll assure 
that your turkey is going to be absolutely the moistest, the moistest a cow possibly can be, and not dry and easy to carve too. So you know, roasting and as a matter of fact, yesterday for our uh, our Thanksgiving, we did a little. I cooked for everybody in our office yesterday, and we did. Uh, I smoked a turkey, and the smoking of turkey is absolutely fantastic. You know, I use charcoal, and I like to use cherry wood or apple wood and pecan are the some of the woods that I will use in the, the smoking of uh, smoking of a turkey. It takes a little longer, lower temperature, about 225 degrees in the smoker, and approximately for a you know 14 pound turkey, it could take anywhere between right around five hours. But I cook it nice and slowly, and it really comes out really nicely. Oh, that sounds delicious. I wish I was there. So we did, we did hit exactly the, the 180 uh, in the thigh when we, when we uh, roasted them in the oven and, um, and one, uh, 165 in the breast. So I think we're, we're in for a good treat here. So. And, uh, and I wanted to thank you as well for uh, your generosity here for this coming Thursday in our local little community here for the Boys and Girls Club up in Brighton that... Uh, that are going to uh, have your turkeys for their meal. That's fantastic. We've got that. We're working on all that to make sure that, uh, you know, that's one thing I have to say about Butterball. We, we really do get involved with many, many of the communities and, you know, try to be as helpful as we possibly can. Well, uh, I can you tell know, that's very, very appreciated up here. Well, you know, it's really great for us to do that. As a matter of fact, I just did something for Wake uh, Community College because for the foster kids, there's a few of them there that really don't have any families to go to. So this past Thursday, you know, I prepared, uh, you know, Thanksgiving for them. There were about 25 students and plus their mentors. So we we fed between uh, 50 and 60, and we also invited you know, because, uh, you know, uh, Veterans Day is, you know, today, and we celebrated it on Thursday, too, where we invited a few of our veterans in and to show appreciation to them also. So it was really a little great event. Yeah. And that's So, you know, I think about that, and, and Butterball, absolutely. Um, when it comes to stepping in and not only, you know, it's not just about the sales of the turkey, but you, you talk about the, is it turkey talk? Turkey Talk Line. Turkey yes. Talk Line. When it comes to Turkey Talk Line, here's something that you have to where people can call that 1-800 number. Is it 1-800-BUTTERBALL? 1-800-BUTTERBALL. We also have it uh, uh, texting. You can find out at 1-800-BUTTERBALL or go on uh, butterball.com. And there's also the texting number because we, could, we, we can now, with social media being so popular, we can now use social media for those individuals that like to have a quick text. We can do that, or if you want to call in, you'll call in, and I'll I'll sometimes take uh, I have an opportunity to take calls too. So uh, <laughs> it's real. It, I'll tell you, it is really really fun to take calls. You know, as a matter of fact, I asked one of the ladies the other day, "How long do you spend with a guest?" You know, that calls in. They say, "Oh, maybe about five minutes." I said, five minutes." I just was off the phone with them for after 25 minutes. We planned their menu, we wrote their shopping list, and we got them all ready to go. So it was really fun. So we covered uh, a deep frying. We've yep. covered um, 
roasting, oven roasting, but you gave us an idea, Chef, and it's um, spatchcocking. Can you talk about that? Oh, spatchcocking. Excellent way, you know, to roast, you know, to work or, or to sm- smoke it, too. Spatchcocking, what I'll do is I will then cut the backbone out of the, uh, out of the turkey and then being very careful. If, if you can, maybe in some instances you're not that proficient with a knife, some butchers will do that for you, where they will cut the backbone out for you. And then in spatchcocking, it kind of spreads it out, uh, you know, onto the grill. And, and I'll cook it right around 300 degrees, 325 degrees. And if I'm doing it on a grill, I will then bank, you know, the charcoal off to one side, because I'm a charcoal guy. Uh-huh. And I'll bank it off to one side. And then I will then have the legs facing the charcoal, and the breast will be a little bit more away because the breast, the legs take a little longer to cook, and and you can add smoke to it. I mean, it is one wonderful way to do it. Seasoning on the outside. Uh, one little secret that I do when smoking or even spatchcocking, when I season it, I always use the three colors. I use white, red and brown. And what that means, the white would be like salt, garlic, uh, onion powder, or garlic, granulated garlic, granulated onion. And I also add a little black pepper to it, too. And the reason why I do that is so that with the black pepper, I know I get even distribution. The one thing that you've got to really do is to create layers of flavor. So that's what I'll do. So that first white layer is my onion, salt, garlic, and, you know, that little bit of pepper. The red layer is where I put my spicy seasonings to it. You know, and I may use a, you know, a rub that you have out there. But one thing that I've found that really works out well is Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay seasoning and turkey go extremely well together. So I'll add a layer of that along with a rub or a little cayenne or something to give it that little bit of spice. The brown is sugar. I use demerara sugar, which is that granulated, uh, like a brown sugar. I'll place that over the top of it and then smoke it. It is absolutely unbelievable that you will get. And here again, 180 uh, in the anywhere between 175 to 180 in the thigh and 165 in the breast. That's yeah, that sounds amazing, Chef. And one thing, one real good takeaway from this is uh, temperature is your friend. You need to. When I hear you talk about the grilling and and facing the lakes towards the coal, it, there's a method behind that, and the method is. Um, you want your temperatures to be just right because certain portions of the turkey need more attention towards that temperature. Correct. It, correct. Uh, you know, both the 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 oven temperature or the grill temperature. You know, I'll take those temperatures and also then the internal temperature of the uh, the turkey. As you as you mentioned, a temperature, a thermometer is your friend, your best friend to make sure that you've got the best possible turkey that you can produce. Gotcha. This is so cool. Uh, that's the voice of Master Chef Tony Sita. He's Butterball's chef, and it, it warms my heart to know that you're like, okay, one eight hundred Butterball. We're gonna help people out. Why don't you just forward that over to the Master Chef's phone number, Tony Sita? <laughs> you take a few calls, and, and it's like, you know what? You say, I want to. Um, that's what this is all about—to help people out, right? We we want to make sure that their their Thanksgiving is as best that we possibly do it. Now, if they've got questions also about turkey. 
but maybe some side items and things like that. We can help, actually help in that area, too. That's really cool. Side items, that's what we want to talk about when we come back, um, making sure. And I want to talk about sensitivities as well. Um, a lot of people have either food allergies or some sensitivities, but I think that Thanksgiving or holiday dinners in general, if you're going to invite a guest, uh, chef, I think it's fair for you to be uh, aware of what their needs may be and try and accommodate any way possible. Would you agree? Uh, 100%. Okay. Because I work with that all the time with the individuals that I have in our office, and we'll be very happy to discuss that later on. All right, we'll do that. We'll come back, and uh, time just flies by, especially when we're talking to somebody that uh, I just ask a question, and I, and I sit back, and I want to hear him talk because he's that good. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Master Chef Tony Sita on the line with us. He's Butterball Chef, and I uh, wish he was here with us at this great Thanksgiving extravaganza dinner as everybody's digging in right now. This is where, this is where you, you, you sit back and you say, this is when all the hard work pays off, and this is why it makes it worth it every single year. But it also says... This is why we only do this once a year. <laughs> There's a lot I love Thanksgiving. Uh, Chef this Jesper Janssen with us, Auguste Escoffier, Culinary School in Boulder. He brought some students with us. Uh, it, it's just all coming together. And Jay Parker, myself, Greg Holland back, live from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. It is a Butterball Thanksgiving right here, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Okay, back to the show momentarily. I'm going around taking a little bit of social media and getting it up on the Modern Eater Facebook page. But right now, I need to take about a minute to talk about this gentleman. Um, the Goods uh, restaurant on Colfax, attached to the Tattered Cover building, right across the street from East High School. The owner's name, his name is Mark Whistler, and he's one of the kindest guys that I know. Uh, let me tell you why. A friend of mine, his wife, uh, Deb, she broke her foot severely in an accident. She was the motor. She was on the bad end of a motorcycle accident, uh, facing a truck, and the truck won and destroyed her foot. Well, they're going through a time right now to where taking pressure off families is really cool. And Mark Whistler from the Goods Restaurant, he stepped in and he provided meals for. Um, Roger and Deb, and I can't thank Mark enough. It was one of those no-brainers for him. So the staff got together, got those um, together for him, and this is what the holiday th season's all about, just stepping in and helping out your fellow man. So as we join ourselves back to the Modern Eater Show and talk with Master Chef Tony Sita, I think it's important to take a second and patronize and go go see these places that we talk about because they're family owned and operated and they put their heart and soul into these things and we need to support good people like that it's the goods restaurant it's on east colfax it's on 2550 east colfax to be precise uh, a holiday party this is where you want to go you know you're going to get taken very well uh good care of 303-355-5445 
303-355-5445. Go check them out. It's The Goods Restaurant. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to The Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. All right, let's do it in the kitchen. We have one more segment with Master Chef Tony Cedas, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Chef Jesper Janssen gather for our The Modern Eater Show Butterball Thanksgiving. And we're going to make this a tradition down here at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole on 300 Fillmore Street. Uh, come check them out. This is another great um, family restaurant. My mother's here, Patricia, uh, friends and family, great sponsors. It's just a good time and uh, so happy. Um, to have everybody tuned in here tonight. So as we jump back to Chef Tony Sita, uh, where we left off, Chef, is talking about you're inviting your guests. Uh, You're figuring out what you need to provide as food. Any more these days, Chef, don't you think it's a little too presumptuous to say, I'm going to invite people and I'm going to cook the way I want to cook and and the items that I want to cook, and uh, I'm not going to ask anybody what's on their mind. That's probably not the right approach anymore, is it? Not anymore, because there are so many, you know, food allergies with, you know, earlier in the the show you were talking about, uh, you know, gluten and the allergies to, you know, to gluten, and... You know, today, you know, and being involved in our office and a number of our uh, team members that have those type of allergies, I really take that into, you know, to heart. And I want to make sure that I can make their Thanksgiving as equally as good as I do for those that really do not have the allergies. Yeah. So, so Chef, where, where do you start, though? Because a lot of these things, you know, this is what all of us do for a living. You know, we're pretty well-tuned, but I think it can be kind of intimidating to think, oh, man, I have to, I, I don't even know where to approach this. How would somebody that it's like, you know, they're doing a party maybe once a year, how would you, uh, what would you recommend how they approach that, Chef? Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's number one, I do, like, the research that one would do is if I were going to find... You know, like gravy, an example. Gravy, everybody, and then Chef will tell you, too. The first thing we do is those of us that are experienced would, would take flour and make our roux to make up our gravies. Now what we will do, too, is, you know, I'll work with some of our uh, spice companies and some of the ones that, you know, assist us with some of the gravy uh, mixes that we use, that we will use a modified, you know, cornstarch because that will then make sure that we don't have any of those gluten, the glutens that are in there that could cause the allergies to any of those that may have celiac or celiac. So, you know, these are the things that we really look at today. If it's, if it's bread, I will then look for those gluten-free breads if I'm going to make the stuffing, or I'll make it with cornbread, you know, that it does not have any of the flour in it, but just has the cornmeal that I will make up something so that they can enjoy their Thanksgiving equally as well. And, you know, I, you know, and you, you put it really nicely today. It's, it's Thanksgiving. It's for everyone. And you want to make sure everyone in your, in your list of individuals that are there that are going to have equally a great time. So, you know, I always look and I, I'll ask. Anyway, if, there, if there's anyone with allergies, and I will do my best to accommodate them as best I can. Yeah. Now, I, I have a thought about all this, uh, all this as well, and, and 
I mean, there's there's a lot of dishes during these holiday times that are very traditional dishes, the things that we expect, right? Um, but nevertheless, that that doesn't really prevent anybody from adding other dishes that are might be new to friends and family that are, you know, then very easy to adapt uh, to to different dietary re- restrictions. And and that's that's what I like to do personally, is to add more side dishes, more more choices, uh, so that everybody, because ultimately at the end of the meal, you don't need to eat turkey to be satisfied at a meal, you can eat a bunch of other things, and then at the end of the meal, if you're happy, you had a great time, a good meal, share with good friends, then it was still a fantastic moment as a family and as friends together, and that, yeah. that's what I strive for. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Chef. It, you know, it's, it's making the... Uh, a total experience for everyone that's going to be dining with you. Right. And and so, Chef, uh, Greg Hollenbeck here. Uh, my feelings are, here are the two biggies, um, gluten-free and vegan. W- would you concur? Yes. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. Uh, on the, So this month, Chef, I always, and, and we're doing this more and more, just because I think it's cool to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. So this month I'm doing um, no dairy and no grains and no booze. And and then last last month, Jay did vegan October. So he did vegan October. One of the things that Jay encountered last night, uh, last month for vegan October, is you go out to eat. Uh, you have very few options. You, you're very very limited. And we make a joke. We took a picture that's actually on the Modern Eater Facebook page, and it showed what my meal was. And then Jay, what did you have? I had a slice of a green onion <laughs> <laughs> on a uh, on a 12 inch dinner plate because and Greg and Greg touched on it too. I mean, a lot of times when you do go out, and if you whether it's a lifestyle, whether it's religion, whatever you're into, but you but but you're you're restricting your diet. If you go as far as vegan, that can be a little difficult to find mm-hmm. a place that can accommodate what you're trying to do. Yeah, but luckily we have more and more ethnic restaurants that are primarily that that uh, that food. And if you're if you're restricting your diet but have an open mind then I'd say this is a great time to go out and visit all those places. Well, yeah. and chefs, and I'd like chefs' opinion on this too because I'm, I'm of the opinion to where it's, if I know that I'm a vegan or I'm eating vegan for a certain amount of time, that I have, I have a little bit of the onus on doing my homework to find out what, what places are a little bit more accommodating to what I'm doing, right? You can't just nope. show up somewhere and then kind of be you know, down in the dumps when they can't facilitate exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> you know, you have, you have a little bit of, uh, of onus to, to do your homework what do you think chef oh uh, 100% because you know I've noticed you know I go back when I you know went to the CIA Culinary Institute and you know our major emphasis was on you know proteins you know and absolutely yeah. you know, how to how to then produce it but then as time went on then you could see then how vegetables are starting to become about how I can then make dinners that have all the correct amino acids to come up with the proteins that one needs to sustain life other than eating animal protein. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, extremely, it's, it's extremely important because you want everyone to really enjoy that. Yes, I work for a protein company, but we also look at individuals. We have a vegan that works for us at, uh, at Butterball. And, you know, and I will, if I prepare something and I know that it's within her realm that she can eat 
I will prepare it for and, uh, you know, call her up and just say, hey, I've got something for you today. Chef, I want to take this opportunity. He just peeked out of the kitchen. He's a chef and owner here at Grind Kitchen Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. He's been working his buns off and putting together these delicious butterball turkeys that you provided for us. But as we wrap up the hour, Chef Preston Phillips, Chef Tony Sita, Master Chef Tony Sita from Butterball on the line with us. Um, but I just wanted you two to say hello to each other. Chef, how are you? Thank you for preparing the food as well as I, I wish I were there to see it. It lo- it's a it's a fantastic looking spread. I wish you were here to see it. You can go to the Modern Eater uh, Instagram and Facebook page, Chef, and you'll see all the delicious photos that are happening right now. I've got it up on there. I'm going to be looking at it as soon as we're off the phone. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Let's make this a tradition. What do you think, Chef? I I would love that. I think it would be fantastic. Again, one eight hundred Butterball for all of your turkey baking. Uh, with not beyond baking now, right, Chef? All of your turkey needs. One eight hundred Butterball. Uh, these guys. It's just not selling turkeys to them. They are pillars of our community. They're out helping everybody. And, again, the Boys and Girls uh, Club of America, uh, Butterball stepping in, and they're doing so much. And, and that probably is just the tip of the iceberg, just uh, worldwide. Uh, great institution. It's Butterball. Uh, what else, Chef? What am I missing? I, I think you've hit you know, pretty much everything there. So it's uh, it really cover. is... You know, one other thing that we do is we work uh, a great deal with the uh, the military too. We were we were down in Fort Bragg last week, and uh, you know, just handing out turkeys to you know the families down yep. there. That you know, and, and appreciation for everything that they yep. do for us and protecting us. So there he is. So well said. And and as we wrap up the hour, uh, Chef for Butterball, Master Chef Tony Sita, can't thank you enough. Um, that, that's going to wrap up the hour, but on this Veterans Day, 11-11, and it's a Saturday, and we all think of that. Let's think of the, the vets um, here with us and, and fallen. That uh, Thank you so much for making this uh, uh, something that we can do. So thank you, Chef Sita. We'll see you next time, and uh, we'll be right back for the next hour. We'll talk about uh, booze and drinks and beer and everything else. It's a cool thing. We're live at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.